Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, everyone. It's Kristen. We are two weeks away from the election, and we want to hear from you. How are you feeling ahead of Election Day? Are you excited or nervous? How are you getting ready for that day? Give us a call at 202-618-2517 and let us know where you're from and how you're preparing for the election. Again, it's 202-618-2517. This year's election is critical. More than 200,000 Americans have died from COVID-19. We are now losing more than 800 people every day to this virus. Millions are unemployed. America's unemployment rate has never been this high going into an election. The country is seeing an unprecedented economic downturn. You still have a pandemic job loss of some 10.7 million jobs. And those are just some of the headlines. Who ends up in the White House matters. And in the last couple of months, we've all heard a lot from the presidential candidates. Americans know the truth. Without police, there is chaos. Democrats want a nominee who will build on Obamacare, not scrap it. But that's not the only important election. What about all the other races? The people running for Senate or city council or even sheriff. This year, we've all seen how much state and local officials matter. I'm Kristen Holmes, and this is Election 101. This week, how to decide who should get your vote. In comparison to the presidential candidates, we don't hear much about the so-called down-ballot candidates. And it can be hard to know who's running and what they stand for. I spent some time in the last few weeks talking to friends and experts about this, and I realized something. Assessing a candidate is really about assessing yourself. What matters to you? Some of you called in and shared what's on your mind. The issues that I care most about right now are the Black Lives Matter movement and the pandemic. I feel like I'm very quickly becoming a one-issue voter. And climate change is my issue. The main issues that I'm concerned about, of course, is health care. Uh, immigration, and the status of Puerto Rico. Education, um, small business ownership, uh, public health. For a lot of us, the issues we care most about aren't actually even handled by the president or the federal government. They're decided by our state and local officials. I want you to meet Jessica Huseman. She's an elections reporter at ProPublica and an analyst for CNN. It is very exciting to vote for the president, but the reality is that the folks on the down-ballot race will have a greater impact on your daily life than anyone in the White House ever will. And in order to understand who and what we're voting for this November, we decided to start with the very basics. What is a down-ballot race? Yeah, down-ballot is such a funny term um, that most people have never heard, or if they do hear, don't understand. And what it actually means is that everything that's below president and vice president on that ballot that you cast on election day. And and I want to talk a little bit about the difference between 
state governments and federal government. I think a lot of us saw for the first time just how split the state government and federal government was during COVID response. And we saw the power of state governments uh, really in the response. And I'm curious if you could give me just a few issues that are controlled by state government as opposed to federal. Well, one obvious one that's going to impact folks a lot this year is election administration. The state is really the one that chooses how you cast your ballot and even when you cast your ballot. You know, there are some states that have no early voting at all. There are some states that have three weeks of early voting. President Trump has been messaging a lot about voter fraud and a lot about the the badness of vote by mail. It has been striking to me to see state Republican election administrators totally ignoring that and doing what they want to do. In terms of the way that people actually cast ballots and the place they go to do it and the person sitting in front of them who is accepting their ballot and walking them through the process, those folks are decided by an even more local government. So in most places, that's the county. In some places, that's a township. In some places, that's a municipality. So it's the, the things that impact folks most are decided at a much more local level than I think that they realize. When you really think about what Jessica is saying, it becomes clear. Government, in one way or another, affects pretty much all aspects of our lives. And through our vote, we affect the government. Over the last couple of weeks, many of you have called in to tell us what issues you care about most in this election. And Jessica's going to walk us through which races matter most for those issues. We started with something that's been in the news a lot this year— police brutality, and how law enforcement interacts with the community. We got this call from James in Brooklyn, New York. I'm really hoping that um, a candidate will, you know, find a way to stop people like us from being shot and killed in the streets. So if I'm passionate about that and I want some sort of police reform, What races should I be looking at in that case? You should be looking at city and county races. Depending on how the police are sort of made up and funded in your area, they will sometimes be city police officers. Um, Sometimes smaller cities will have sheriff's office that are are mostly run by the county. Um, So depending on which law enforcement office you are most concerned about, that's probably going to be your most local form of government. Um, So you're going to want to know how your city council people feel about the way that the police are funded in your local area. You're also probably going to want to know how your county feels about the police because they do give some money to law enforcement agencies or at least provide assistance from county law enforcement. Hi, my name is Jordan in North Carolina. And one thing I look for in a candidate is their stance on student loan debt. I have a ton of student debt, and I think the cost of higher education in general is just becoming ridiculous. So I look out for candidates who have a student loan forgiveness plan. What if you're concerned about student loan debt? Which down-ballot races are important to pay attention to? That's going to end up being the House and the Senate. So while education K-12 is very controlled by the state, the majority of people who get government-subsidized loans are doing that through the federal government. And the Senate and the House are the ones that set the standards for those organizations to make sure that 
people are are complying with the debts that they've agreed to pay and they have the power to waive debt or to set new standards for how debt is apportioned. Um, and so you should just make really sure that you understand your candidate's positions on those issues before you go cast your ballot. Another issue that many of you called in about was healthcare. Hi, my name is Marisol Medina. I live in Orlando, Florida. Um, I guess the things that are the most important for me when deciding who to vote for, um, healthcare is very important. I believe in healthcare for all. So the federal government does have a a lot to do with health care, especially if you are a, a person that qualifies for Medicare or Medicaid. But the states actually play a huge role in whether or not they accept that federal funding or adhere to federal standards for Medicaid and Medicare. Um, so your listeners will probably remember that as Obamacare was expanded, there were several states that chose not to expand Medicaid and they did not have to. And so So knowing how your state legislature is focused on things like Medicaid expansion or Medicare expansion or the state health care programs for disadvantaged children um, is really going to be what most directly impacts you. And many of you called in about issues that hit super close to home. Hi, my name is Laura. Um, and I'm calling from Brownsville, Texas, down on the border. There's so much corruption in Atlanta, and it's apparent in our school system. The environment and traffic as it affects us uh, here in, in Miami specifically. If you're concerned about issues that are specific to your community, where can your vote make the most difference? If your listeners take away nothing from this podcast other than that their city council is really important to their daily life, um, that will be that will be just fine. Um, city council races are so undercovered and so ignored by most voters. Um, you know, it's very common that people only vote in federal races and sort of ignore the smaller races that are on that ballot, or that their city council has an entirely different election day than than the federal or state election. Um, But these are really the folks that are going to have the most daily impact on your life. Do you need a street sign? Do you need a speed bump? Because there are cars that race down your street and your kids play in the front yard. Um, Do you feel like there is probably a health code violation at one of your favorite restaurants? Like these are largely city issues. Um, And so depending on what what you're most concerned about that impacts your daily life, then, you know, the city is really going to be who you need to to focus on. And there may be more than one elected city official that has the ability to change those things. So in addition to the city council, obviously, there's a mayor. Um, in some places, the city manager is elected. In some places, coroners are elected. I mean, there this varies so much by city. But I think that having a really good understanding of who does hold elected office in your area is going to be so, so important. Okay, so you know what you really care about and you have an idea of what races to watch out for. But like Jessica says, every city, state, and county is different. So where do you go to figure out how it works where you live? Stick around. After the break, we'll talk about navigating your local government. This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. 
quiets their snores, Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number smart beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support, your Sleep Number setting. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All Sleep Number smart beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. This week on Chasing Life... Lately, we have been paying attention to a very different virus, bird flu, which is caused by the H5N1 virus. If you start to hear that it's circulating in pigs, that would be a concern. That means I would go from sleeping with one eye open to one and a half eyes open. Yeah, that would make me very concerned. Listen to Chasing Life wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Before the break, Jessica told us that identifying your top issues is a great place to start when thinking about who you want to vote for in your local races. But every community is different. So where do you go to figure out how to navigate the ballot where you live? You know, I think that a great place to start is just taking a look at your city website or your county website. And the reason I say that is twofold. It will familiarize yourself with the city and county offerings and the offices that those folks hold. But those also will tell you more about state and federal elections. They have links to helpful resources on every page so that you can see who your elected officials are. You can do that on your state's website, your county website, your city website. And they will also list federal officials. And so you can kind of start there and see who is going to be on your ballot in the first place. And then another really interesting thing to do that I don't think that folks are really aware of is that you can actually call your county clerk's office or whatever your your local elections office is called. Sometimes that's the registrar. Sometimes that's a supervisor of elections and ask for a sample ballot. Um, so that you can look at your ballot and see everything that's going to be on it. And you can do that for every election. This is not just federal election. This is also the smaller elections that happen throughout the year. So I think getting a sample ballot is the best way to make sure that you know everyone who is on it. And once you figure out who's on the ballot, the next step is figuring out what they stand for. And there are a lot of different ways to do this. Here are just a few. I tend to look at things like who has endorsed them. There's people outside on my block who are like canvassing for a candidate. I'll usually stop and see what they have to say. I follow candidates on social media. Sometimes I'll like look up their TV ads on YouTube. I like to look at organizations like the League of Women Voters who have a voter guide. And then I'll like go to their websites, um, poke around there, try to find some more information. So campaign websites, local media coverage, voters' guides, these are all great ways to figure out what your candidate stands for. And the truth is, right now, candidates are in the business of making sure you know exactly what their positions are. During election seasons, campaign offices staff up to make sure they're prepared to answer your questions. So if there's something you're particularly concerned about, call up their campaign office and ask. 
From public health to police conduct to education policy, there are a lot of good reasons to get familiar with down-ballot races. But in case you need one more, here it is. Redistricting. The people we elect this fall will affect elections for years to come. In the United States, every person lives in an electoral district. Every 10 years, right after the census, state representatives typically redraw the districts. And next year, it's one of those years. Redistricting is needed to make sure everyone has equal representation. Populations change, and that means the number of representatives in Congress, among other things, also changes. But the redistricting can be politicized, and that is gerrymandering. So gerrymandering, it is a way in which parties draw lines to give themselves a bigger electoral advantage. Fun fact about gerrymandering, though, is that it's named after a man named Elbridge Gary, um, who uh, was the governor of Massachusetts and signed a bill um, that made Boston into sort of into something that looked like a salamander, like that district. So, you know, you'll you'll hear diehards that say that it should, in fact, be pronounced gerrymandering, which is just hilarious to me <laughs> and a delight. But anyway, that's where it comes from. And two words that you often hear associated with gerrymandering are cracking and packing. And what that means is, depending on your needs, you can take a local area. This is frequently based on race or voting demographics, um, and either crack it into several districts so that their votes are diluted, or you can pack them all into one district so they get one representative instead of having a say in the representatives that represent the rest of the areas. So this year, when people cast their ballot, the people they vote for are the ones who are going to be redrawing those lines, meaning who you vote for will affect elections for years to come. Absolutely. Um, they should be very comfortable with the position of the people that they are choosing for statewide office on district lines. And, and you know what? Another thing to mention here is that these lines almost always result in some kind of litigation. And in a lot of states, judges are elected. Um, and so not only should you be paying attention to the opinions of the folks who are drawing the lines, you should be paying attention to the people who are going to be on the ballot that will ultimately decide their legality. So that's just one more important reason why we should all be doing our research this year when it comes to our ballot. I'm Kristen Holmes, and next week on Election 101, we'll be talking about one thing that's on everyone's mind, the Supreme Court. If you have any more questions about navigating your state or local races or anything else about the election process, send us an email at askelection101 at cnn.com or message me on Twitter at Kristen H. CNN. Election 101 is a production of CNN Audio and iHeartRadio. It's hosted by me, Kristen Holmes. This episode was produced by Jordan Bailey. It was mixed by Ben Shano. Meryl Aguish was our fact checker. Haley Thomas is the senior news producer, and Megan Marcus is the executive producer of CNN Audio. Additional support for the show comes from Greta Cohn, Lacey Roberts, Sarah Nix, Ashley Lusk, Lindsay Abrams, and Lisa Namaro.
When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.